Welcome back to the Military Homeschool Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Niehoff. Thanks so much for listening in. Should you use an accredited home education program? Many families come to homeschooling from the public school system and believe that an accredited program is needed. But is it really? Today, let's talk about what accreditation is and what it means for military homeschooling families. At some point, you may have asked yourself if you need to have your child enrolled in an accredited educational program. So generally, the answer to that is no. No U.S. state requires any homeschooling curriculum, program, or diploma to be accredited. There are some exceptions to this that exist in the form of, say, homeschoolers that want to return to public school at some point or utilize an institution-guided program where educational material is provided to the parent by a licensed educator. However, over the past several decades, it's become increasingly easier for homeschool graduates to gain acceptance into colleges and universities because they have such a wide variety of qualifications to evaluate for student admission. Thus, having an accredited diploma is typically no longer required like it was in days past. But it wasn't always so easy. The homeschoolmom.com talks about the subject of accreditation in an article, which I'll be sure to link to in today's show notes, and explains that in years past, it was much tougher to gain admission to colleges, trade schools, and the military for homeschoolers or students from non-accredited private schools. The article explains that up until 2012, a high schooler interested in joining the military upon graduation would have been advised to earn an accredited diploma since it was more readily accepted by military recruiters than parent-issued diplomas. New policies went into effect in 2012 that recognized the parent-issued diploma as the standard for enlistment in all branches of service. Likewise, Many vocational schools unfamiliar with homeschool laws have sometimes denied enrollment to a homeschooled student who does not hold an accredited diploma or GED. Now, these cases are usually based on erroneous assumptions, not on fact, and while frustrating to deal with, are usually resolved in favor of the homeschooled student based on state law, end quote. So then, Knowing this, why might a homeschooler want to use an accredited educational program? Well, let's unpack this topic a bit because, as with everything, there are pros and cons to consider before making your decision. First, let's talk about what accreditation means. Accreditation means that an outside accreditation agency reviews a school and then certifies and continues to oversee that school that they're meeting a certain set of standards and expectations. There must be periodic reviews and renewals in order to qualify as accredited. Now, a brief word of caution here. Not all accredited institutions are equal. There are dozens of accreditation agencies that are suspect, to say the least, and may or may not be legitimate. 
So if you do choose to enroll your child in a school that says its academic program is accredited, do your research to be sure that both the school and the accreditation agency are reputable. And also, before I go any further, please note, homeschool curricula itself cannot be accredited. Only academic institutions can. So then what does this mean for homeschoolers? You may do a search on the internet for a listing of accredited homeschool programs, but this will more than likely lead you to online or virtual schools, and these aren't necessarily the same thing as homeschooling. They likely come with strict rules and regulations. If you come across one of these, read the fine print carefully. Most often, these will look more like public school at home rather than homeschooling. Now, there are a few reasons why enrolling your child in an accredited virtual or online educational program may have advantages. Some of these advantages are some parents just receive peace of mind by having their child's schooling reviewed and approved by an accrediting agency. Another is if your child is likely to return to public school in the future, Transferring recognized course credits is generally easier, especially in middle school and high school years. And then also, if your high schooler intends to pursue NCAA sports in college, extensive documentation may be necessary. Be sure to look into the updated information on uh, the NCAA website. In my show notes, I'll be sure to include a link to the NCAA's admission policy for homeschoolers. And then, if your child plans to go to college or university, accredited homeschooling may make the admissions process easier. However, there are disadvantages to using an accredited educational program as well. Several, in fact. Some of the disadvantages you'll want to consider are being compelled to study everything in the curriculum for accreditation. You'll need to follow the teacher's lesson plans and the accredited program's guidelines. Plus, your child may already know the material, but still have to go back through it and complete it in order to receive the accreditation. You may feel that another curriculum is a better fit for your child but it's not approved through the accreditation program. And an accredited program typically lacks flexibility and may be more time consuming than sending your child to a brick and mortar school or homeschooling them yourself. And the parent relinquishes control over what your child is learning. This is because the program director, board, or administrators have control over the curriculum like the school, the school guidelines and schedule in addition to the accrediting agency. And additionally, utilizing an accredited program can also be more expensive than typical homeschooling, as you often have to pay tuition costs and may need to purchase specific curricula. Also, your child will likely have to take standardized tests once or twice a year. And 
One last point to consider. When thinking about going the accredited educational program route, the program may not line up with your own religious or belief system. So with all that said, just how important then is accreditation? Well, honestly, that depends on who you ask. Some people will declare that the only way to prove that a person's education was legitimate is through its accreditation. Others will say that accreditation is just another way for the government to have oversight on your right as a parent to educate your child. Perhaps what you may really be wanting to know is, does my homeschool curriculum or program need to be accredited? Well, let me assure you that not one of the 50 states in the United States requires your child to attend an accredited academic program. However, in some states, a homeschool may need to be affiliated with an accredited homeschool program or umbrella organization or homeschool association, for example, or monitored by a state certified teacher. It's important to know your state's homeschool laws as well as your own rights as a parent and homeschooler. Also important is to know your own goals for your homeschool. Timeforlearning.com, when addressing the issue of accreditation, says that just as important as your compliance with the state homeschooling laws are your underlying reasons for homeschooling and your eventual goals for your homeschooler. These are some questions you should ask yourself if you plan or re-envision your homeschool. What is your primary reason for homeschooling? What are your priorities for the education of your child? Will your homeschooler be transitioning back to traditional school? Will your homeschooler be applying for college in the future? Does your homeschooler hope to play college sports? End quote. So to sum this all up, ultimately, the decision of whether or not to pursue accreditation or non-accredited educational options depends on your child's needs your family's preferences and goals, and your state's homeschooling laws. Both routes have their own advantages and disadvantages too, so it's important to weigh all your options and do your research before making a decision. In closing, let me leave you with this thought to ponder from Diane Flynn Keith. We can get too easily bogged down in the academic part of homeschooling a relatively minor part of the whole, which is to raise competent, caring, literate, happy people. Friends, thanks so much for joining me today. Links to all the resources I mentioned will be included in my show notes at militaryhomeschoolpodcast.com. Please be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast listening app, and then share it with a friend I would love for you to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Military Homeschool Podcast and email your questions or comments to me at militaryhomeschoolpodcast at gmail.com. Please join me again next week for another episode of the Military Homeschool Podcast. Have a blessed week.